Greetings and salutations. Welcome back to another installation, another episode, another just Black Seinfeld, the show about nothing. It is your one and only Trinidadian Panamanian Poppy, Rude Boy, Top Gunna, Suck Panya Mada Giovanni Anglin. What's up, folks? Yo, what's going on, folks? It's Bashanissa, a.k.a. Turn that $1,400 to $2,500. All you have to do is DM me, and I will hook you up. Just joking, dude. Not, hey. I, I don't do that. I don't know. Hey. Live from Queens. Zero is in Brooklyn. What is going on? Black Seinfeld. Moneybag Joe in the building. The stimmy check just came into my bank account. It? Yeah, I got it, bro. Look at you getting something on time. On finally. time. Oh, ridiculous. Crab legs on deck. Money bag Joe. Oh man. Yeah, um, I got mine today as well. Well, no, yesterday, the 17. We're recording right, this on the 18. Right, but the 17. I got it, 17. Woke up this morning, looked at my uh, account, and I saw that extra 1400. I did all the calculations already, but I think by the end of the episode, I, I'll, I might figure out what I want to spend it on. Well, let me tell you what to do, Bastion. You take that money, right? You have to. Oh, let me know. You have to. You know, spend that money wildly, right? Why don't you take that money, open up an LLC, right? And then with the LLC, you know what I'm saying? You'd have your own business, black man, because, you know, it's it's time for us to, to invest back into the black community, okay? It's about... How's investing yourself... Well, I guess investing in yourself first to invest in the black community is the proper way to you do You are things. investing in, in yourself and you are investing in the black community if you invest I in yourself, King. Let me break it down. That. It's that all in the mathematics. Selfish because you can make millions and move out of town to New Jersey and only visit your your place in Brooklyn maybe once every six months. Let me only break on down the holidays. Let me break down the math, Bashan. It's his story, right? Let's break it down even further. Let's slow it down. His story. Why is his story such? his story what about my story and that's why my story if you speed it up faster mastery 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 mystery mystery it's a mystery king yes sir mm -hmm. i have no idea what you're saying it's all in the mathematics brother but yes shout out to everybody well i won't say shout out to everybody I got the stimmy what kind of shows? Like, wait, yeah, you know, wait, 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 wait. Why not shout out to no, anyone like, who gets the STEMI? Every, yeah, you got to shout out to the people with the STEMIs. We're species right now. For a minute. For a minute. I think until the, the end of the week. No poor peasantry over here on Black Seinfeld. <laughs> until until the end of the week. Then it's like, yo, you know what would be great? If it was continuous. If it was continuous, it would be a game changer. Bastion, we are not in Europe. We're, we're a third world country, United States. With all these freedoms, uh, we still have to pay the most for everything per capita. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely there. right. So it's 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 painful enough to say like, yeah, the stimulus check will only help for your immediate problems, but um, let's say something comes up, your car, you gotta you gotta get it checked up, gotta fix. You know, might have to pay five hundred dollars of that fourteen hundred. So. Yeah, you just never know. I, that's why I think like the whole continuous checks might help your boy Andrew Yang. What he was saying before uh, yeah, when the, he was running, the but, universal base income of a thousand dollars a month. I think that will be very helpful, more helpful now than ever. Yo, if Joe could run on that platform, <laughs> he Shoot. could uh, maybe brings that in in like maybe let's say in his last year, 
be game changer. Then he'll be in the history books. Hey, Moneybag Joe. That's going to be his new name. New deal. New deal. He'll be right next to the new deal. By the way, but, speaking um, of Andrew Yang, he's he's currently leading the polls in, in the mayoral race going on. And honestly, I'm not surprised because he's honestly the most popular out of all the candidates. And that is due to the presidential race that he ran for the past, what, two years? Yeah, I think we need to do an episode for the New Yorkers on who's running for mayor. I did myself. say that. Yeah, maybe maybe we got to plan it out quick. Yeah, because I, I really don't want Andrew Yang to win off his platform. Is nobody nothing this platform? I don't think he's a real person. I think he's a meme now. Wait. Yeah. Oh, okay. He has some digital ideas. Like he's talking about like we gotta bring tech jobs to New York City. Like. Oh God. Have you seen the meatpacking district? I it's have. Literally all tech. I have. Is is not cool. I listened to podcasts talking about the meatpacking district, maybe like twenty years ago. It is it's not the same. It is it's a flip. It's it's something else. It, it's an alternate universe. Whatever it was before. A, I'm assuming yeah. the meatpacking district was about hard labor, hence the name meatpacking district. Where it all had the... everything and everything in there. Mm. You know, parties, things, and other things. You know, you know. But yeah, it's it's. We need more continuous stimmies, you know. Send send them more. We need the new drop. Word, and, money bag, uh, Joe. You know what's painful too? The daylight savings that happened the other day. Yeah, I, I re- kind of forgot. Mm. Nah, it's hyped up. We're not in school, so no one really tells you. Right, that is true. I remember leaving work that Sunday night. I left at about one o'clock. So once I got home, it was one thirty. So I got to see the jump from one a.m. to three a.m. And I gotta tell you. I don't really feel a difference. You can just see the difference. I feel the difference. You feel it? it well, I wake up at 10 now. I used to wake up at 9, so now it's just like... That's fair. Weird. I, I used to get up at 8 o'clock, and now I, I get up at 9. Yeah. So I that's an internal thing. clock. Yeah. So I'm still waking up at 9. Even if I go to sleep at like 3, it's still 9, but now it's just like 10. Yeah. So Time is fix that. definitely going faster, though. Yeah. But how 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 you been? What's up? I've been doing pretty well. I have purposely not said anything to you all day regarding this because uh, I got vaccinated, bruh. Oh, really? I got vaccinated today. Well, Wednesday. Wow. Yep. What's the what? Tell let the people know we are we're Black Seinfeld. This is the COVID you update. Get vaccinated, if you can. Well, I can't. Well, yeah, you can't. Well, (laughs) adults our age are eligible to get the COVID vaccine May 1st. Why did Giovanni get the get the COVID vaccine is because I know people. Let's just say I was in a room full of people that wholeheartedly believed in Blue Lives Matter. And that's all I will say on that. Wow. And I have type two diabetes. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, the COVID vaccine, guys. I got it. I took it. I was thinking about doing so much jokes at the spot, like stuff that I would never say on air because this show would get canceled. This is the conversation I would have with you off air, and then you would always tell me that, the way I'm delivering things is never the right way to say it. 
it would be one yeah. of those conversations again. Of course. Of but course. I will say this, right? When I got in, they asked me, which arm do you want to pick? So I went with the, the left arm because it's the weaker of my arms. It's the less dominant. And I just I just proceeded just to ask a couple of questions. You know what I mean? Which which vaccine did I take? I know that a lot of people are taking the Moderna, but for some reason I got Pfizer. So the way this works is every day UPS or whatever provider comes in and ships in these vaccines and day by day, it's all at random. So one day it could be Pfizer. The other day it could be Moderna. My, my pops and my mom, they already, and grandma, they already took in both vaccines already. They been did that. And all of them took Moderna. So the fact that I had Pfizer, I don't know. I felt a bit uh, happier for some reason because I felt like, hey, they were the first one out. Okay, they were the first one with the product. I've been hearing a lot of stuff about Moderna, especially that second shot. That second shot is a doozy. The first one is is fine, right? I just took the first one. Honestly, I'm going to be completely honest with you, right? The first two hours afterwards i felt fine right when i got home that afternoon i'm not gonna lie i know my body really well right i know when my body reacts to eating healthier foods and eating clean i know when my body um knows how to fast and my body is re i'm really in touch with my body right in tune with the infinite Right. So my body was like, yo, what the hell is in our body right now? Like, what the hell is this? Right. So for a while, I'll say like for like a good hour. I did not feel so good. I'm no, not no. going to lie. I did not feel so good. Feel so type of way. I did feel some type of way. Not like I was sick, but like I was starting to become sick. Like I was getting a bit warm. Not going to lie to y'all. I was getting a bit warm. So I just continued to drink my water. I took my Boku, and then I texted you that I was going to sleep. That's why I wasn't I wasn't feeling good. Oh, I know it was weird. It's like if it's going to sleep so early. I yeah. think it's like four. Mm-hmm. Texted me around four. I was like, huh, this is the first time you said that. Yep. Oh, um, but okay. Then I woke okay. up and I felt great afterwards. I was like, all right, we're good now. All we're right. I, I'm going to need an update, a week to week update. Yeah. Even after. So next week I want to know how, how you're following seven days felt like so it's gonna be interesting got you i gotta go back in 30 days so like april 7th i gotta go back for the second one okay oh by the way you can't mix vaccines up so like first shot you can't get pfizer and then second shot moderna it's gotta be both of the same brand can i get a little taste of both no nah, you can't get a taste of both that that's that's a no-go uh-uh can get double vaccinated you probably asked that question before no nah, i didn't ask that one get double that's something i should look up like uh get the first and the second one off rip no like get the first one get the second one then a week after that get another one yikes I because know. i know there will be updates like they're going to be update packs like yeah uh, you know like a video game you know in the mm. future yeah i think that's what these other companies are uh, preparing right now right because there are more strains so they have to be prepared for those next strains that's true so, yeah You're right. it's kind of this interesting thing i was looking up how 
like these, let's say Pfizer, for example, they're working hard to kind of support the people in the United States and higher countries. We're not interested in telling the formula to the lower, uh, you know, third world countries or poor countries. 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 Yeah. So now it's going to take even longer for the whole world to be vaccinated because they're not doing the well, not doing the job. They they're more obligated to make money. But it would have been even easier if you just give other countries like, hey, this is the vaccination. Your lab makes it, deliver it. But I guess we all have to kind of wait on Cuba to fix it up and then send it to every other country yeah. instead of the United States trying to be the superpower they are. Yeah, you know, America, is, well, Pfizer is an American country. So you got to think about that. <laughs> first things first, we're doing this to make some money off of this. Yeah, of course. But that's why I'm not surprised. Whole, because the whole thing. The faster we all get vaccinated, the faster we'll be able to go to everyday living, like everyday life before COVID. Mm -hmm. But let's say, let's say United States, everybody gets vaccinated. Let's just say hypothetical. Hypothetically. But in other countries, like say Brazil, it's a big country and they're not vaccinated as much people as us. How come, let's say they, let's say there's more strains out there. Now they come to Which there are. Now our strains can't fight that because everybody over there wasn't vaccinated fast enough so that's the thing like more strains could come out of it if we're not all vaccinated at the like near the same time mm. you know that's kind of the herb uh vaccination and everything but yeah, yeah uh, let's get into covid updates this what, is the covid like update this is the covid update i'm giving you the COVID I'm update. vaccination update <laughs> yeah right? i'm giving you a vaccination update i got the vaccination update i took it and also they give you a a covid card too so like you can walk around with it you can laminate it you can do whatever i'm not gonna lie the moment i stepped outside i didn't want to wear my mask i'm gonna be so honest with you i know i yeah. should not say that <laughs> but i just felt like listen peasants i got the rona vaccine i am good right now okay i don't need this mask anymore all right i have a beard damn it i want to show this sexy thing off all right yeah i've yeah. been waiting a year to show this off i can do this now all right i got my card right here i am good all right if i want to go to a concert god damn it i can do that all right i'm vaccinated i'm clean right okay. now okay okay <laughs> that's how i legit felt to be honest then you have to put that mask on and just put your head down keep walking yeah yeah it's okay though it's like it's like having freedom papers almost <laughs> Oh, man, that's the problem. Even last year, it's like, oh, you got sick? Oh, like, maybe you're fine. Maybe we should give you a car because you you no longer could get sick again. But now they had to rip yeah. that idea off, like, real quick. Yeah, you have those antibodies. Yeah, it's like three months. It lasts in your body on average, maybe mm -hmm. even more. But after that, it's like, hey, you can't find the antibodies in your body anymore. Right. So. And then once you can get it again, it was like, oh, yeah, that theory is, is right out the window. All right, now, so let's actually get into COVID updates, man, because it's crazy how much can happen in a year. And exactly a year ago was the first time everything started really shutting down. Sports was getting shut down, concerts, music tours, everyone was going home, all the artists were going home, flights started getting canceled, and this was the first time where the lockdown was becoming a lot serious, and... Today right now is March 18th. That was the last time I worked as a barista as well. Do you think you still can make a nice cappuccino and design it? No. Lost the skill? Probably. 
I can okay. make I can make the coffee. I just can't yeah. give you a heart or whatever. It's still oh, gonna no taste hearts. good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I lost those skills as well. But something I was thinking back, the moment I knew when it was real serious within the United States is when uh Rudy Gobert in the NBA oh. got sick of COVID. Mm-hmm. Because and we're all just looking at the incident and they had to shut down the game. There's another game that's going to happen. It's like, they, we're, we're going to stop it. I think there was an, I don't recall. I have to look back, but I think there was a Knicks game that they finished. And after that, it's like, okay, we're done. Like, everything was done. People were leaving the stadiums, like, go home. I know there was a Clippers game that was going to happen there. It was like, all right, now we're done. I remember at that time, especially on social media, there was this theory that black people cannot get the COVID uh virus yeah do you remember yeah. that and i'm not gonna lie i was kind of i was subscribing to it because we didn't have any black cases that we were aware of yet all right no offense hey. to all the white people it was predominantly white people okay that you, was getting you know, kind of makes sense like now i think about it black people are known not to go to the hospital if there's anything wrong until maybe the last second until you're on the brink of death until yes you, until you like really feel bad and everybody's like okay you should go to a hospital right so maybe that was kind of the reason yeah you know i agree but also there was a bug going around too before yeah, the, the first double. actual COVID i don't know maybe case. the bug was the covid that's what i'm thinking said, like most of your friends were were sick in like february for like a January. week yeah. yeah and then they came back the next week so just me theorizing that it probably could have been the covid uh virus but that's just me th that's just me theorizing uh, we didn't get like the real first cases until march well february and then march everything shut down so i remember after getting uh furloughed from that job station started having me come around more often to fill in to do board op stuff and i vividly remember it just being absolutely dead outside like no one was outside at all cars were nowhere to be found streets were empty it felt like a ghost town it felt like i am legend Will Smith and I am legend without the dog. That's exactly it what it felt so like. It was so fun to drive outside, though. Like, I, I was driving around, went to Brooklyn, um, went to Long Island, because I was driving a lot for work. Went to the city. It's like, wow, no one's out here. Everybody's home. Yeah. But a lot has changed over the year. A lot of people moved out. A lot of jobs are now thinking that maybe working from home is the best option. A better idea. Save yeah. some money on some real estate, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That is a great segue. Because corporations may focus more on working from home than rather opening up their offices once again. Uh, at least yeah. until September, 10% of uh, Manhattan office workers have returned. Only 10% yeah. of them. And then we have 45% uh, of Manhattan office workers are expected to return by September. And 66% uh, of employers may implement the hybrid model where it could be maybe you come in twice a week yeah, or once a week. It's so the same that they're doing in schools, too. 
yeah, it, it kind of depends on your current situation and also the type of job it is too. To see Absolutely. if you could do it at home, but I'm pretty sure most jobs is for me. I'm mostly thinking about sales. Um, mm-hmm. that's the type of job I had last. It was a sales job where I could do most of it at home, but there will be a second party to do more of the inventory work as well. Mm. So depending on the type of job you're doing, you may not need to be in the office. Right. If it were up to me, I would go to the office just so I can get out the house, to be honest. Well, the whole thing is, you know, COVID. Right. That's the reason you're not in the office. Right, So right, I know right. you want to get out the house, but it's like at the same time, it would be best. I'm talking about a year later, like now. A year I, later? I would go. If you take the vaccine, which you already started, um, I think, yeah, the office mm-hmm. may work. I don't know. I don't really... I consider sometimes being in the office okay. is like working with the manager, but sometimes it may be better and just staying at home and you be able to do your own work without someone overseeing what you're doing at all times. That's true too. I mean, even year... though they are, they are overseeing, but right, as long as you don't have the type of computer where they are monitoring every action and web tab that you're clicking, it should be fine. Yeah, especially even now because a year later, things in New York seem to be semi-normal again. I know. This Friday, February 19th, indoor dining is going to have a max capacity of 50% now. Like, things are going back to normal, semi-normal. I went to the restaurant the other week. You did? Yeah, I went to get some dim sum. Ooh. Yeah, had some dim sum. Forest Hills? No, it was in uh, Williamsburg. Yeah, I was ready in Brooklyn. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, it was interesting. Uh, It was just interesting because... We did do a reservation, so they put us all in the back, but only like three people, only like three groups of people were in the restaurant, and they're so far apart. Mm. So I was like, all right, yeah, send me all the way to the back. You know, ate my food, put the mask on when I was getting ready to leave. It was, it felt, I, I could see why people will want to go to the restaurant. It's like, yeah, this felt like the old, the old you, you know, used to go exactly. out all the time, try new things. This feels familiar feels familiar uh, a world that i cannot recall ever participating in yeah it all but feels like a blur now it all feels like a blur so yeah maybe i'll start going out to restaurants but uh i don't know it's it's so weird mm-hmm. because i don't want to compare this to like people being in prison at all but the idea of just going back into reality yeah may be hard for most people especially for home uh i could you know, probably us, the way we talk, right? We are both charismatic people. We meet new people almost all the time. It's like, how do we start up that conversation again without going over the top? Because it's like a dog meeting its owner after a long time. We're just so hyped to talk to another individual. Yeah, well, it's been... I don't think talking to people again is going to be difficult at all. Personally, for me, because... Although things have been what they were and what they are and everything is coming back to semi-normal, I have been going out a bit. I'm not going to lie. I have been. And it's not to anywhere super crowded. Like I just go to my friend's store where she works at and just talk to her. And sometimes her friends would just stop by and we would converse and have conversations. Then we might go get something to eat. And so... I'm just really excited just to talk to people, but I'm not making it so uh, obvious that I'm excited to talk to people. I think okay. I think what's happening now is now that things are going back to where they, 
they used to be some people don't know how to talk to people yeah some people yeah. don't know how to converse some people don't know how to interact with people anymore and that's i don't think it's sort of prison like because you did have the option of like going outside right or just walking around if you wanted to it's yeah. more like i would say house arrest and you have to be back at a certain time okay that's uh we're, we don't want to compare it totally to it but mm -hmm. just to give like a mental idea because there are just analogies talking about a second pandemic but in terms of mental health correct it's and i right believe now, that there are, there are studies showing already that there's a concerning trend of people increase people that have increased anxiety depression mm -hmm. and even substance abuse yeah nationwide because there's been an increase of overdoses right as well. there's nothing to do you're just trapped in your house all day all you're gonna do if you already if you're ready or a drinker and or, or if you smoked or if you popped pills, you're going to do a lot more of it because there's nothing else to do. Like it's it gotten foggy for me for a while, to be honest, where I didn't even remember the month half of the times. And the only things I remember is just the shows that I watch, if that makes sense. So, like, I remember when everything first shut down, I saw The Irishman because that just came out. And then I just saw uh three's company reruns and then i'm assuming you don't remember the month of like april and may at all i remember april because tiger king came out so tiger king came out i remember watching that twice and then the last oh, thing nice. i remember after that was michael jordan's the last dance documentary that was june i like to say that was june i don't I even like remember summertime i don't I even i honestly don't remember so it's like every sunday i do remember that yeah, yeah, man. I, I honestly don't remember when it happened. I remember it was like every Sunday, like it was weekly, but I don't remember the time it happened. I just remember shows that I watched. And then I remember uh, The Circle that's on Netflix, which is that little reality show, and then Indian matchmaking. But one thing I do remember clearly and vividly, like it was yesterday, is because in the beginning of of the pandemic, right, people did not know what this thing was, how deadly it was going to be. So there was a lot of concern, right? And people were actually just staying their asses inside, right? And it seemed like everyone was united, right? Because of this virus. And then Memorial Day weekend happened. And I don't know if you remember Memorial Day weekend, but two things happened that day. A white lady called the cops on a black man who was doing some bird watching over in Central Park. And he politely told, asked her to please leash her, her dog. And then she called the cops saying this black man is here harassing me or whatever. And then the day after that, or the same exact day, don't remember, but the George Floyd incident happened. And I remember that was around Memorial Day weekend. And then after that incident happened, all hell broke loose. That was when the un unification stopped. Everything stopped right then and there. Got it bounce back to reality like there's a problem there's still a problem there and mm -hmm. we got to continue trying to fix this problem yeah and then when things started opening up slowly again the first time around and and freaking cuomo was looked at as a as an actual leader yes. i re <laughs> yeah i remember friends that are in the restaurant industry was like dude uh people suck right now and the reason why they were saying that is because everyone just became so demanding and people expected the service to be what they used 
to it being very fast and, you know, very precise where, you know, a lot of restaurant workers were working short staffed and, and, and all that stuff too. So I remember it just being hard for a lot of people and there was not that much uh, uniting anymore because I remember also like there was this thing that people were doing at like seven o'clock. They would just be like making noise for all the essential workers. Right. And it just felt like all that stuff was, was just thrown out the water. Yeah. The essential worker idea. Is, yeah. Uh, uh, capitalist fraud to say keep working i don't care if you're gonna die keep working for us yeah i, I so, agree that's that's something that took me a while to understand but yeah people i guess when humans are deal with a reality they kind of take it on other people maybe that's why your friends were having just terrible customers even though they're trying to give them the same customer experience maybe similar i because i understand it's like if you're a chef you're not cooking in the same capacity as you were before because you're not ordering the same amount of meals because you're getting uh, less customers. Mm-hmm. So that's why I always tell the joke. Avocados are cheap as hell. Five for $4, you know, count me in, I'm going to buy five, right? Because there's just probably over, they probably uh, ordered so many or they overproduce because, yeah. you know, because now avocados are a commodity. But now it's like, okay, now not a lot of restaurants are are ordering them all Mm -hmm. these avocado restaurants no longer really exist i don't believe so Mm -hmm. so now we have all this extra avocado now it's going to be cheap because avocado used to be like one for like three dollars at a certain point in time so there's a cause and effect especially in the restaurant restaurant industry how about Um, you bastion man how do you how do you feel a year after everything happened do you do you have any sort of like anxiety built up or, or something or some well, sort of purgatory state that you were in during this time? I'll probably quote what my girlfriend said about me the other day. It's like, I'm a extrovert homebody. You're right? It's like, I I haven't been home like to do all the nonsense things that I want to do because of work. Like My work was kind of like a vampire job, so it drained me. So by the time I get home, I'm like knocked. So for like, it was like that for like two years. So now like I'm no longer working. Um, I was my own. I, I left the job myself. Like now I'm just doing whatever I want. It's like now I have the time to do it. Of course, I do get cloud brain where I can no longer think and function. But only lasts for maybe three days max before I'm back into track. So personally speaking, like I'm privileged enough to be like living at home and I'm fine. And I already had like this beautiful desk set up from like over two years ago. Now I'm finally enjoying now. So I don't know. Maybe some people could relate with that situation because I always told my friends, "It's like, hey, like, I constantly remake my room all the time because room is comfort, right? I want to be comfortable all the time. So when the pandemic happened and I had to be home more often, I was fine because my my spot is fire. I got everything I need, and that's why we're able to do this kind of the show today because I had all my mic set up, I had lights, I have a good iMac that I overspent on. Don't buy the iMac; it's overrated, but." Um, yeah, I personally am fine. I would love to go to like Central Park and take pictures. I have this beautiful camera I want to use all the time, but you could do that. I, I don't want to go into the city. I haven't been in the city in a year. It's it's like the that's all right. Here, here's the, here's like this kind of fear that we're talking about. It's okay. not anxiety. Go. No, it is anxiety. Anxiety like taking the train and transportation. I no longer know how to take transportation anymore because I just drive everywhere taking the like the e-train 
all the way to the city. I could do it, but I, I like it's like a fear. Like I don't want to do it. Right? Hmm. Like I still know my routes. I still know my routes in my head. But I, I just don't want to do it. Because well, like, you don't want to be around people? I, I don't know. Maybe it's like the train and waiting and people double masking. Because if I'm a, if I hop on a train to the city, I'm a double mask. Right. I will say this though, Bastion. Yeah. A year ago, you would have loved it because no one was on the train. Now everyone's back on the train. Everyone's. That's back. what I mean. Yeah. But even back. though it was a year ago, I wouldn't see a need to move to go to the city. It was dead out there. Yeah, the city was dead. Like people were getting robbed in the city. Like that's how desolate it was. Yeah. It was like yo, stay home. Stay you know, your ass home. If you can stay home that that was kind of the thing a year ago if you yeah. could but central workers most of them coming from the brown and black community they have to go to work oh, like the one train yeah. is still packed no matter what i heard the one train was always packed the Dude, train always packed the freaking three four train was packed at like five in the morning always packed hell yeah it was packed no day off no, no. a lot of them were doing construction and all that nah bro security yeah, that's why uh, your boy Biden said, like, yo, this 1400 STEMI, make it last to July. Yeah, that's not going to happen, especially here in New York. $1,400, that's rent alone. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I'm, I might invest in something, a topic that we're going to discuss after we take a break. Okay. So before we begin to the next topic, let's do the first song of the week. And it is going to be Doja Cat. Shout out to Doja Cat and her uh, Grammy performance. She ain't win no damn Grammys though. No, she didn't. No. It it was uh that's disappointing. It was. Put your hands on my shoulders. Red silhouettes. Red background silhouettes. Thank you. Thank you. Baby, you have to pull me out. Oh, you 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen and non-binaries. That was Doja Cat with Streets, the clean version, because we're on radio. But you know what we didn't do, Bastion? We didn't tell we're everyone. Promos. Yeah, we didn't do any <laughs> of the promos. We didn't talk about BlackSignful.com. We didn't were talk... too excited. Yeah, we were excited. We didn't welcome people to 99.5 FM, WBAI New York. We didn't tell everyone about the podcast that's available on all podcasting platforms such as Apple and Stitcher and Pandora or Audible or Podbean or anywhere that you get your podcast from. But also you can now go to BlackSignful.com and you can get all the latest episodes so you don't even have to do that. Just go to BlackSignful.com. Not to worry, it is mobile user friendly as well on both Android and iOS. So you're good. Yeah, and if you have any question, if you want to reach out to us, you like our comments, you don't like our comments, because we do answer back, please email us at BlackSignfulNY at gmail.com. Yes, and yeah. you could just go to BlackSignful.com because we have our contacts there too, huh? huh? Yeah, one, two, three, E-D. So let's get into it. Let's talk about a topic that's been trending for a while. Yes. That NFTs. Has, yes, that has been out for approximately approximately a year but it's been really gaining oh, a lot of even steam. more than that yeah 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 crypto kitties i remember yeah. nfts from crypto kitties and i saw that i was like uh this is stupid i remember i saw crypto kitties and i looked at it, it's like this is like 500 dollars for a cat and i was like ah yeah i don't get it this non-fungible token bashing is 500 dollars, and now it's but, getting a lot worse but that was like three, four years ago. When I'm pretty sure that was three, four years ago when I looked at it. Uh, but that was let's when, get into it. Yeah, that was when Bitcoin was like 7,000 at that time. Yeah, eight, eight, that's when it hit the all-time 6,000 at the time. Shoot, now it's people are projecting it to go to 65,000. Yeah, shout out to you if you have money in it. So Word. let's talk about NFTs. NFTs, non-fungible tokens. So NFT is like an MP3 and a JPEG and a PNG. It's a file format for transferring data and information, but instead of using the internet, it uses a blockchain. Yes. Right? 
So the main difference, so it's called non-fungible tokens. Yes. NFT. So just like MP3 stands for like MPEG-1 audio layer 3, NFT stands for non-fungible token. And what is fungible? Well, the main difference is that Bitcoins are fungible, mm-hmm. which means like if Geo owns one and I own one and we sell it at the same exact time, it'll be equal. Correct. But NFTs are non-fungible because each one is unique. Yes. So basically, if I have this one-of-a-kind custom card, right? No one else has it. I have it, right? And I give it to Bashan, and in exchange for it, he gives me um, something else, something like a, a pretty... That can give me $30. $30, right? But then I could sell it for 40 Exactly. That would be so non-fungible. Yeah. I like to say like anything in your life is non-fungible. Like once you buy that product, it's like non-fungible because once you resell it, it's not worth the same anymore. Mm-hmm. It could worth less or worth more depending on how you hold it. You know, like uh, what's a good non-fungible Pokemon cards? Yeah. Right. If you had the original starter deck from like 2000 and you're holding it and it's like and you haven't opened it yet. You got it from Hawaii. Nah, 1996, <laughs> seven gonna be worth a lot of money you know exactly that's due to logan paul <laughs> <laughs> i'm mad but you know I, logan paul but his videos are very interesting as someone just like like we're trying to get into youtube like he, he got the art down to the t and it's scary well he's okay. been doing this for a while now he used to be he's filming really dead good. people in the suicide forest he's really good at it it's scary. i know he is yeah. a lot of people a lot of those youtubers are his freaking brother jake for those of you who don't remember Jake Paul, he knocked out Nate Robinson, former Knicks player. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jake Paul or Logan Paul? Jake Paul! Oh, well. So, how it works. We're still talking about NFTs. Yeah, still talking about NFTs. It's another form of cryptocurrency, basically. It's a tone. No, I, I, I won't call it another form, but I will call it... Yeah, sure. Yeah, because it's, it's a, a Eritrean blockchain, which is a form of cryptocurrency, like Bitcoin or Dogecoin. So you could no, it, no, don't, 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 don't confuse the people like that. So it's essentially it's a like, like I said, it's like a file sharing, but you're able to use it on a blockchain. So right now the biggest one is Ethereum ETH. Mm-hmm. Most of but them are say, on that. Yeah, because it's the uh, I could say it was easier to design it on because it's been here for such a long time. Mm-hmm. But I think right now they want to make their own uh, other blockchains where you're able to uh, trade. Because the whole purpose of it is to have a certificate of authenticity. Yes. Like proof of ownership. Like you can track the origin and they right. will be able to tell you like. Who's the sole owner. Yeah. Who's the sole owner of this one th- artwork or, or music or album or, or book. Yeah. So essentially you cannot fake saying you have something mm-hmm. when I could just look at the logs and I could see that you do not own this. Yeah. Because if it's like, hey, let me see, like, what number you have, and I could look at it, and I could just go back to the logs and see, like, you, you don't even own it. So it's actually a very interesting idea. Um, so we could just start, you know, I'm going to go straight into, like, the problems with it. Oh, please, and, yes. So there's two different problems. I'm just going to talk about the environmental problem. Then you could talk about the other one if you have, well, if sure. you have your take. Yeah. The environmental problem is due to the mining Yes. And for every time you send like either one type of NTF, it does produce more carbon dioxide in the oxygen. I think more, uh, let's say, problems within the environment. And 
it's all just due to the type of mining and especially the type of electricity that you're burning just trying to send one item to another because mm-hmm. of the way that your ethereum is designed so that's kind of the biggest problem to our environment yeah so that's the, like it, it, it there's a youtube video that goes into depth about like the dark side of um nft i do recommend people to go into that especially if you want to start investing in it mm-hmm. and understand why nft on the eth blockchain could be a problem down the future which well, is the eritrean blockchain yeah so i i do think uh, i do hope that uh, like more people start to understand that and s- decide to use nfts on other blockchain that require less energy to create and different ways to authenticate that this is your ownership but at the moment right now nfts is into this big deep explosion and what's the other problem oh i wanted to give a, a pro first and then we could do another con no, we're going to go into pros. I'm going to talk about all the pros. Oh, okay. In the well, the yeah. other con is due to the massive boom going on with these NFTs, it seems as though anything can become NFTs. Any any sort of artwork that is crappy can become NFTs. Uh, screenshots of, of just random tweets can become NFTs. And a, a lot of these NFTs are going for major money guys and i'm talking i'm not just talking thousands it can go up to thousands it could go up to tens of thousands it can go up to hundreds of thousands there's some nfts that have gone for tens of millions of dollars and it seems like anyone can just create an nft honestly yeah it doesn't feel like you don't need that much talent to have an NFT or to create an NFT. It just feels like right, like right now, right? We're having this conversation on Zoom. I can screenshot this and create this as an NFT if I yeah. wanted to. Yeah. Right now. And I don't. I don't think that's a bad idea. Oh, creating our NFT? No. Well, that could be a very fun idea, mm-hmm. right? You could have it for ourselves and sell it in the future. I think those could be fun ideas. But I, I do agree that it, it could be this kind of amateurish vibe where yeah. you, you could be a, an artist for 20 years and then you want to make your own NFT and you sell it and it's not selling, you know, let's say you sell it for a thousand, right? Mm-hmm. But then you have this nobody on the internet, right? Anybody could be somebody that kind of steals your art. Like mm-hmm. you saw your art from like 2019, from like 2009 and they make an NFT and they sell it for like $20 million. You're just going to feel some type of way. And that's kind of like the dark side to it because anybody can make an NFT off anything, even and, if they don't own ownership of the original thing. And with that, Bastion, you also have to think about this is actually happening already. And, and a lot of it is happening to, of course, the black creators, the black artists. Of course. Of course. Oh, really? It's, hap- it's I happening I already. Haven't, I haven't deeply dived into that part of... Um, who is defecting Mm -hmm. Um, right now i'm just kind of looking at like what the future may hold for it Uh, right of the basics and what the future may hold but for a lot of the black artists on this article from the tech crunch they've been talking about some of fraudery and scam going scams going on already because whenever there's something new bastion there's always going to be scammers to try and make money off of it it was sort of think of it like clubhouse right when clubhouse first came into play in that 
that exclusivity was one of the major selling points and the fact that a lot of celebrities were on it. People were, were quote-unquote selling invites. People yeah. were selling invites. And it's the same thing with... with they were doing that too with Google+. Plus. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the same thing also as, uh, as uh, NFTs. It's like this uh, creator catfish almost taking claim to something that you didn't even do or even create or even make. Yeah. You just, yeah. cr you just take an ownership of it. So that is a big problem. Um, how they're going to solve it. It's not something that they could establish like, Oh, you know, like if you're on the Ethereum blockchain, it's kind of this anonymous open, like open land, like yeah. no man land. Like anybody could do anything. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be, it's real difficult to like tell artists like, well, you better like wrap up all your stuff and turn it into NFT and just to have it, you mm -hmm. know, put it on your website. It's it's really difficult to know what's going to happen with the future. But I do see there's like a positive and negative thing about it. I do. Bastion, so, can I ask yeah. you something? Go ahead. Do you think physical money, right, dollars? are going to become obsolete in the future for digital cryptocurrency and just plastic Apple Pay credit cards in the future? Uh, no, it's not possible um, because we could have a conversation about New York City and why you cannot deny, uh, you cannot say card only. It's, it's really illegal to say card only. Really? Apple places says, yeah. Like those like, Toros is card only, no cash. They have to be called out on that. Hmm. Because in New York City, you go to corner stores like you only have five dollars, right? And you can't say like, "Oh, you don't take cash," because that means you're you're you're, you're kind of ignoring a certain part of the population, like people that don't have access to banks and can't use get can't get a credit card. But right? but in the same token, though, Bastion, MTA is going to um, rid obsolete of metro cards and it's going to be digital now it's gonna be a digital yeah, format they're going to give you like a, a, a like a socket or like a kind of like a puck or something but that's how most places do they either use your cell phone or use a puck just to slide mm. it we also have because for every problem that we're going to have we need a faster solution right now it, it is a problem for places to say card only i feel like they're just like oh if you're poor we don't want you in here at all Right. If you have if you don't have a bank account, we don't want you in here at all. What does that say about the type of service that you're giving? You're your public service. Right. Mm. What, what are you trying to say to me? So for the world to get into digital, that's probably something like a country like India is considering because recent news said that. Well, recent news, they announced they may pass a law or send in the law where they want to make owning Bitcoin illegal even mining Bitcoin illegal because mining Bitcoin in China is illegal too due to how much electricity produces. Wow. Uh, it uses up. So if that happens in India, right, they're just going to ban it. If you get caught with it, you go to jail for X amount of years. Mm. Then they kind of said there is a positive twist to it where, you know, India could make their own type of cryptocurrency. Mm. Right? Okay. So that's something, you know, even Venezuela, they're they trying to do, create your own cryptocurrency, well, but, you know, we could get into the United States. Yeah. Well, I'm not... I'm not as like, informed with Bitcoins as you are, but I thought yeah. the whole thing with like cryptocurrency and Bitcoin is that it's not traceable. Yeah. So it, how would it, how it would people is in traceable. India? Okay. It, it's anonymous, mm -hmm. you know, 
if you know, like, if I know your, your, maybe like your transaction, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, code, I could trace it. Okay. But if I don't know it, then I don't know it. Okay. That's pretty much it. Because when I, if I send something to you, there's a transaction code that comes after it, mm. but it takes a while. Then everything goes through. Mm. But so, of course there's a log and it will kind of show you everything. Got it. Okay. Cause that was going to be my next thing. Like if it's going to be banned in like India and China and people are still going to, and surely enough, I'm assuming some people are still going to do it with like Bitcoin and crypto still being very anonymous and, and not un- completely untraceable, but it's kind of hard to trace. Mm-hmm. Like how would they sort of try and maintain could, and, and monitor probably- that? like keep a wallet right but mm-hmm. the hard part is main is uh if you're mining yeah it uses so much electricity to the point where they could put it on a map and look at the heat and see like it's coming from your basement mm. you don't actually know what you're doing like some sort of thermal map or whatever or... it takes up a lot of energy got it that's why if you're building a computer like getting a cpu or like a graphic card is really really difficult and expensive now because Everybody's Dude. buying. Most people are buying it for a big time. Oh wow! Yeah, that, and that kind of goes back into NFT. Okay. No, back in my days for like gaming. Yeah. Well, you yeah. You do that too, but back in my day, it was just for gaming. <laughs> Get that Nvidia or whatever, yeah. AMD. And that, you create a rig, and that rig will allow you to uh, solve problems, and yeah. those problems will allow you to, you know, get your little bonus from it. That's, that's how people mine certain that's, coins. That and that's kind of how the uh, Ethereum was, blockchain will work. Mm. So, yeah, you just have this uh, non-fungible token that yeah. you're now owning. Well, there are a couple of pros from this, and, and it's strictly for the creators aspect of this, where, honestly, due to NFTs and these blockchains, like you're essentially cutting out the middleman. So, like, say if you're... An, an artist right and you want to create an album as an nft like you can do that like no problem like record companies aren't don't have any sort of pull on it they have no say so um you can program your nft to and and you could get residuals from that nft to whomever buys it and to whoever takes it and creates an mp3 off of it x y and z basically everything is going to come back to you which yeah. i like i do like that i do enjoy you set that your, you set your rules for it yeah yeah i do like that a lot actually because now it's like there's there's a way in which artists can get paid adequately right instead of getting paid zero zero point three four percent off every stream now you can get paid however much off of that nft every time it gets downloaded or every time it's it's um transformed in into a jpeg or a or a png or whatever basically is what i'm saying whatever you do to that nft um whomever buys it and whomever you know, takes it and copies it and do whatever or does whatever, it goes straight back to the originator, which I enjoy. I like that. And I find it interesting if larger corporations start working with other corporations to make the NFT, like, and for example, the NBA. That's, yes. Yes. Uh, they're working with Canada uh, Dapper Labs to create Top Shot. 
yeah, Top Shot. I know some dude paid like what sixty G's or something for a LeBron dunk picture. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's crazy. I actually I was playing on the website a little bit, just looking around. I saw Zach Randall dunk from the other day. Mm-hmm. It was like three hundred dollars. Like yeah. wow, that's that's a nice dunk, by the way. And, and one of like, <laughs> and that uh and that sh- that site uh Top Shot right. That's one of the few place where you can get nfts and you don't require that do not require the uh eths like yeah you can... they, they have their own uh, yeah. blockchain and yep. that's what i was talking about it's like mm-hmm. um i forgot what their blockchain is called but they have their own blockchain where because of that it doesn't uh burn a lot of energy yeah when they're trying to give one to another and i think that saves a lot of time mm-hmm. so that's why i think the nfts of the future if they really want to do this right a corporation will have to make their own blockchain solely focus on only NFTs and nothing else. Yeah. And that could save a lot of energy. But the whole thing about NFT is the certificate of authenticity. Mm-hmm. So they are able to figure that out without making this kind of uh, solvable solution, which computers have to solve. Then they're, they're in a lot of money. Yeah. They're, they're in the green. So and there's some... It's just this is still in its early days. Yeah, we're still in the I early think, stages of this, and people are making a lot of money off of this already. Yeah, I think right now it's gonna go like up, down, up, down. But right now we're we're nearing the top. I think we're gonna keep going a little mm-hmm. higher from now because, like most bubbles, there there is a top. Eventually, will fall straight down, yeah. then bounce out in between, then shoot back up to the top. Word. So this is the early stage for you to kind of get in and then learn. Mm-hmm. And it, if it ever falls down, that's like the best time to like learn even more because then it's not mm-hmm. like oh everything's shooting up and oversaturated. Yeah, like, there are certain people that are already making albums as yeah, NFTs. Yeah, the music thing is yeah. a pretty smart idea. I think Kings, Kings of, of Leon. Leon. Yeah, Kings of Leon was one of the first bands to do that. I know uh, Grimes has yeah. been has been doing stuff on that, and her stuff has been selling for like twelve mil plus. Uh, Elon Musk created an NFT song. Uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Jim Jones you know has his hands in NFTs. You know what's funny? Yeah. So, so like four years ago, there's this uh, cryptocurrency called Mana, mm. uh, Decentraland, which is mostly for VR. And I remember investing in it, but then like, you know, selling it because I was like day trading crypto back in the day because I didn't understand. I didn't really care to understand it. But now I have a better understanding because of NFTs and like VR is, you know, we're getting there. VR, maybe VR within five to 10 years would be really good. Mm. So that was like one of the, uh, I was listening, I was watching a, a video and they're talking about like they were using NFTs in the central land so you could kind of see their collection. So you know how like you go to someone's house and see the library or vinyl collection? Yeah. But now you could go to like someone's to central land and like see all the NFTs that they've uh purchase purchase like, like this copy of it but just like a little gallery and it's like oh this is tight so th- th- this is we're this is the digital age right now mm-hmm. and i think something like the nft has a lot of room to grow yeah um there is going to be a lot of negative and there is going to be oh, a course. lot of positive so hopefully that you as a creator won't be hurt from it but i think it is good to take advantage of it but also understand like uh how bad 
NFTs on the ETH blockchain is for the environment, like really, really bad. So that's something they have to really, really focus on, like immediately. There'll be a big plus if ETH changed the way their blockchain is designed. Mm-hmm. Then things will be like on a good path. But as of right now, NFT, uh, uh, NFTs, uh, is it cool or bad? I think it's it's awesome. I think it's awesome. I think it's cool. I'm not going to lie. And to piggyback and just circle back to the initial question that I asked about the future of of digital currency and like maybe uh, one day society moving away from physical currency. I don't know, man. I, I think it can happen with all of these different digital currencies that people are using now. And the fact that there are some places now that are accepting Bitcoin as a form of currency. Yeah, like I said, it's very difficult because mm-hmm. the government's not going to like uh, a form of currency that they have no control at, of. Mm-hmm. Something like Bitcoin, which is very, very difficult. Remember, like most of Bitcoin is like lost in wallets. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the downside of Bitcoin. <laughs> Compared to money, you know, you can burn a dollar. Yeah. To print more. But, um, yeah, that's that's kind of the problem with the whole thing. So I can't really say that, you know, we could something like Bitcoin or other coins, a digital currency will mm-hmm. be very helpful. It's like the government will have to have like some sort of control no matter what. That's just that's just how the states are. Right. But I think so like I said, India and China, those are like two examples of yeah. what India might want to do in the future, just create their own. Venezuela, like I said, Venezuela already started. Word. I think America now though, due to the people that they have in office, I don't think they're as aware yet. <laughs> They're very aware. You think they're so? They're not idiots. They know everything. Mm. They just don't care to act on it right now. Mm. But once there's a problem, like once people are making too much money and they have no control and the rich can't really do anything about it, that's when they'll act on it. Mm. It's the same thing for GameStop, right? People made money on uh-huh. GameStop. Yeah. And immediately after, I told my friends this in the group chat, it's like, yo, wait till you see the weirdo, like, uh, articles, right? You work at Bloomberg, they're going to hire you. You you know, you're a shoddy shield uh, uh, deadbeat reporter and you have to look for people that got hurt from the from the GME. It's like, how much money do you lose? 20000 Alright, let's write an article about that. I messed up on my my <laughs> on my one shot to like make yeah. a million dollars. It's like, it. yeah, of course, you're going to look for bad people to write bad articles. That's how it works. So it's the same thing for cryptocurrency, same thing for NFTs. Uh, not showing like blight of what you said with like the black um, creators already getting stolen. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, it, it's it's going to happen, and it sucks that it's like something so early within its early stages that it's happening already. Yeah. So I don't know. That's, I feel like now people have to be more cognizant. Nah, it's it's even worse. It's like I won't say you have to be more aware of what you do with your art because that's messed up. Mm-hmm. Because like the art is yours, it's in your gallery. Like no one owns the physical thing. But now you just like us, how um Google owns our like digital copies or Facebook owns our digital copies. Mm-hmm. It, it's the same thing. Now you have to own your digital copy. Damn. Yeah. So that that's that's the way I'm looking at it. It's like we're gonna own two of everything. One, the physical option, the physical object to the digital object. Man, it's gonna suck, but yeah. All right, be honest. Do you think any of our listeners understood what we just talked about? Yeah, I think 
our listeners are aware. I think our listeners know uh, what I to hope y'all research did. now. Mm-hmm. I hope you. I hope so. I hope because you might know what to research now. Might go on YouTube and check out some videos and people really, really going into depth with the details. You might check out other podcasts. Or if you're on the chatty on house. NFTs. Yeah, um, chat house, Twitter. You know, we're just giving you like good surface stuff. I, I like I said, I, I was aware of NFTs for a long time. Just completely forgot about it. Oh, really? Crypto, yeah, like I said, crypto kittens. I, I know what crypto kittens are. Like everybody will say crypto kittens is like the first time seeing an NFT. They looked at it and thought it was stupid and just walked away. Like I thought it was stupid too. Like it's ugly looking cats. <laughs> hey, so, people love cats, man. No, but it's not like and if yeah, look, those crypto kitties are cool and all, whatever, but it's like what other people, the new NFTs are making right now. Oh yeah, that's actually revol- revolutionary. So it's both. It's like not so revolutionary because depending on like, you know, Neon Cat, you know, mm-hmm. that sells for a lot of money. Of course. You know, Pepe, you know, some Pepe doing something, mm-hmm. you know, some degenerate uh, stuff in in terms of the Internet, Word. the term degenerate. So it's like it won't even be it wouldn't even be cool. Nice art. Right. I'm pretty sure in the I'm beginning. Sure. Yeah, there are. There are not so much nice no, arts no. that are the on more sale. Meme it is, people the are more... selling this this like crappy ass art for like thousands. Yeah, that's what I mean. The more meme it is, the more degenerate it is, the more nonsensical it is, uh, the more likely it'll cost more. So you could be a whole artist. No one's gonna buy your stuff, right? Unless you have to hype for it. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be very difficult for like already like known artists. Like, hey, I'm coming out with NFT of this yes. art. One on one or a five of five, if you have it, you know, if you, you meet me in person, uh, I'll hook you up with something. Imagine if Wu Tang dropped that album that isn't gonna get dropped in the next hundred years. Instead of to Martin Screlly, they did it as an NFT. You remember hmm. that? That's the very good idea, actually. They yeah. could have done two. They could have done a physical and uh, uh NFT. And yeah, instead of Martin Screlly getting it. Could have done it as an NFT, but that that was like 2015, right? Was were, yeah, were NFTs I out back then, or was it just NFT, starting in 2015? It probably existed, but wasn't big. Like I said, okay. NFTs are like JPEGs and MP3s. It's a file format for transferring data instead of using the internet. It's using the blockchain. Yeah, so that's all you're using. You're using the blockchain mm-hmm. to own uh, uh ownership. So that's as if you don't understand anything we're getting from that co- our conversation, that's the only thing you should understand. Yeah. All right. That itself, it's a file format transferring for data and information. And the whole thing is that it shows that you own it. It's one on one, or it's five hundred, five hundred, and you own one of them. That's all it is. So yeah. Word. He's closed. Word. Freaking. There's so many people now like creating their own form of crypto. Like Elon Musk is creating his own crypto now. What do you mean crypto? Their own form of cryptocurrency. It's always been like that. Dude, where were you we in 2017? I swear we had Black Seinfeld back then. We I was did. There was like hundreds of nonsensical, you know, S-word coins. Sugar honey iced tea coins. That's what they're called. Sugar honey iced tea coins. Right? Really? But Bashan, I wasn't paying attention to that stuff yet. Like, I never really paid attention to stuff that now that's really, like, really catching on. 
like Bitcoin okay. was. I wasn't paying attention to that stuff. Man, it was 2017. I any, was 22. Any loser. I yeah, just I graduated. I just graduated from college. I didn't care about none of that no, stuff. No, no, Gio. Any loser that could steal a, uh, was it, a white, no, whitelist from some other cryptocurrency could make their own crypto and then just like chill and tell everybody this is the future and this is what we're doing like once a week. We're changing this noid. We're changing this thing. And it's just useless, right? It's like, you know, oh, we're going to work with so-and-so company just to find out that that company doesn't even know what's going on. And then people buy in. That coin goes from like 0.001 cent to $1. Whoever owns the coins is cash out. And that's it. The coin is dead. That sounds like yeah. some Wolf of Wall Street type. Bastion, I have an idea. Dude, what it's if... too late. Like, oh. those coins are, like, useless now. Like, people do not care about... Oh. Like, there's hundreds of terrible coins for a very long time, right? If it's not in the top... If it's not in the top 200 or 250, no one's looking at it, I promise. You can invest in it early all you want. No one's going to touch it. Damn. Well, so, Sorry, bro. So we can't get our Jordan gold. Belfort on? Nah, man. Okay. Nah. Like I said, crypto is like a very, very uh, complex, complicated conversation. You might have to find like two or three experts that's just in it every single day. That's been in it since either 2015, 2017. Worked mm -hmm. at a blockchain company. Da 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 da. That's why I have you, Bastion, because you were in it. You were telling me all this stuff that I had no idea what the f you were talking about. I'm gonna be honest, and to be completely honest, I thought a lot of this stuff would die in a couple of years. No, but they're not. I'm just they have a place now. I'm just not in it anymore because it's uh it's stressful and I don't I don't feel the need to be stressed from it. So that's why I'm not in it anymore. That's fine. Should we get into another song break before we get yes. into the entertainment and music and Stacy Dash and all that stuff? Let's get into the next song break. Yes, please. One of my favorite albums last year, Rina Sawayama. Then uh, her older song, I think it was one of her singles, X. Why? I mean, XS. XS. Check it out. When all that's left is cemetery, oh, 
And that was Rina Soyama with XS. Extra small. I'm assuming that's what it means. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I totally forgot. Man, what kind of fan are you? I haven't heard the album in a while, but I just wanted to play that song. Something that pumps up. Well, yeah, it's my idol. It's Women's History Month, so, you know, every, all month we're playing music from awesome, badass women. Yeah, lovable music. All right, let's get into new music. New music. Gio, what have you been listening to? I have been listening to Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats with Unlocked 1.5. And I got to tell you, it's all right. It's just okay. So for those of you who don't know, back in 2020, Kenny Beats and Denzel Curry dropped a new album called Unlocked. And it was a short 20-minute album that was just filled with banger after banger. And they remixed the album with all new features, all new producers. And for me, some songs were a hit and miss. I think the best song has to be the one that was that had the adaptation from Robert Glasper and, and uh, I believe uh, Smino. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was my favorite one out of the bunch, to be honest, because I feel like some some songs worked some adaptations work some beat selections work but not all of them did i think it was it was very hit or miss for me personally not saying it was a bad album but i just prefer the original unlocked album bash uh bash and froze Oh no, we're connecting. Hold on, people. Taking a little break real quick, trying to connect back to Bash real quick. I don't know what happened. Hmm. Let me play some music in the meanwhile before trying to get Bash back. Here's some John Coltrane.
And we are back. That was effing weird bashing. The freaking internet came out on us. WBAI. That was WBAI. That was not you. Because okay. you were just staring into the screen. I'm like, Bash, you good, bro? And then it just stopped. And then my phone was like, yo, you got to use your cellular data. I was like, damn, okay, fine. We played some John Coltrane while I tried to get you back. So okay. that was nice. The was hot in Brooklyn. <laughs> Something is up. I don't know, bro. But uh, anyways, back to music. Yeah, we're talking about uh, Denzel Curry. Beats, Denzel Curry unlocked 1.5 remixes. Uh, it's, you're talking about the Robert Glasper version. That was the first track. Yes. Very nice. Very interesting. Um, I'm a fan of Jazzy. the track six by Jay Versace. Uh, Alchemist version where Cosmic was cool, too. Yes, but as you said before, it was pretty okay. Yeah, Kenny Mason, meh. Charlie Heat, meh. Like the first three, so incredible. Track seven, Cosmic, those were my favorite, and yeah. then the rest was just meh. The other five was just ugh. All it right, just didn't have that same sync and feel like sync feeling yeah. that the first one had. Maybe that's why this product, this project itself, wouldn't work so well. Mm -hmm. Because the first one, like every song, followed up with a harder song, yeah, or a song within the same energy, and it blended and in so well too. The tracks, they there was some cohesion with the tracks too. These, it just feels like. This is what it felt like. It felt like watching Man of Steel, right? And you can tell the Nolan parts, and then. In other parts of the movie, you can tell Zack Snyder produced it. You can understand the Zack Snyder production, and then you can see the Christopher Nolan direction. And that's what this felt like. Okay, that's a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Um, hmm. Like I said, I know there's like a few songs on it, but the way I'm going to take it is like the remixes that we they that artists used to come out with back in the day when yes. they used to remix a song and it would sound like a complete, completely different beat, a different artist to it. Mm -hmm. That's the way I'm going to look at it because most of those were always hit or miss once in a while. Like the remix was better than the original. That is true. So for this, you just take it what it is. You listen to it. Like, all right, this is cool. Then, you know, I do own the value for the unlocked for uh album from last year. Yes. My favorite vinyls from last year. And I also have the T-shirt too. Can get a T-shirt? Is it a purple vinyl? Uh, I don't remember. I have to double check. Okay. Yeah. I, I I buy the vinyl. I open it once and I put it back. Got it. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Another well, album. other than that, yeah. Sorry. All, right. all good. Another EP I was listening to is Once Upon a Time from Chica, who made the Double XL Freshman cover 2020 and uh, was Grammy nominated for. 
Best New Artist came out with a new EP, six tracks, 14 minutes long. And gotta say, this is my first time actually listening to Chica. I've I've been aware of her and I've seen her freestyles and I've seen her her um her ciphers and she's extremely talented. I didn't know she sang as well and she has done a lot of singing on this, but also her bars are are very vivid and I appreciate her for for that. Um I like how she flows. I love her voice. One of my favorite tracks is the first track with BJ the Chicago Kid. Uh, Cinderella Part 1 and 2, also great. Hickory Dickory, also really good. I think this is a very solid EP from Chica. I think it's definitely worth listening to if you love hip-hop, if you love R&B, and if you love a mixture of those both, if you want to vibe, if you want to uh, roll a joint to an EP, this is it. This is it for you. Okay, okay. Well, what about the... All right, so I'll definitely check it out. She was nominated, but what song was she nominated for? No, I'm trying to remember. She was she was nominated for some songs, but the one that I remembered most was she was nominated for Best New Artist. I do Best remember that. Yes, yes. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'll definitely put that on the list. Definitely put that on the list. Our Girls 070 Shake is back with another member of the 070 family, which is 070 Be Heard with Said. And again, it's it's very much what we like 070 Shake as. I actually we... did listen to this song. Um, Your thoughts? I didn't know you were going to talk about it, but I was like, all right, 070, 070, okay. She ASAP back. Little, we back. Little thing going on here. Mm -hmm. I, I listened to it. I, I liked it a lot. Same. I, I like where it's going. So it's like maybe they, if it's going to be like a collab EP or just an introduction to the, another artist within the crew, which mm -hmm. is also, always a smart way to introduce people after your major success yes so yeah i'm interested in listening to be heard mm -hmm. um his last project was from 2018 called talking tongues so i'm probably going to check that out hopefully good uh, there's a lot of 070 actually looking at it yeah i shake i know shake um and malik Interesting. Yeah, this is a this is a new collective, but a specifically 070, which is a, a zip code over in Jersey. I believe Jersey gotcha. City. I believe Jersey City. Don't hold me on that, but I, I do know it's in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Jersey. So I don't know. Maybe the we're gonna see a 070 album sooner or later. You know. Interesting. Yeah, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. What else did you listen to? I I personally didn't listen to much music. It's okay week. because there's a lot of music that's been coming out that's just been re-releases. So, for example, the new... Well, it's not even new. The Giveon Project, when it's all said and done, that's just a re-release with added on with some new tracks. Like, that's it. And then you had Janae Aikyo again dropping one of her classics, I think, in uh, Sailing Souls which came out back in, like, what, 2013, 2014? Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff are just being re-released, you know, and... These are, that's a mixtape that was that got re-released, right? So, yeah. So, mm -hmm. 2014, 20... Yeah, if I recall. Yep, which, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not upset about, but I just feel like... I don't know, man, I just want some new music. No, I think it's good to get old projects onto the platform. Mm -hmm. The same way uh the weekend able is, yeah 
is going to put the what was it house house of balloons 10 year anniversary in its original form with samples and everything which is i haven't heard in a long time i mm-hmm. don't think i remember how it originally sounded like mm-hmm. i've been if i want to go listen to it i just hop on to the streaming services yeah and i i definitely appreciate um the fact that all of the samples are going to be on there because there's certain mixtapes that have gone on to streaming platforms like cushion oj but a lot of the samples that made the album great are not on the um the dsp version so i appreciate yeah, able yeah. for, for doing i that. actually went to daft uh piff to download the original cushion oj yeah just to listen to certain i think track three i don't know i forgot the name of the song but definitely track three was not on the album Hey, it, it, I, I I feel you there's, on there's that. The one when he was rapping on like the Disney song. Yes, we're done, that, but yeah, it's not over. That was fire. That's old school. Started again. When he used I to rap on pop music. Yeah, man, bro. You know what's wild? That a lot of these albums now were like ten anniversaries. Like Tyler the Creator, Yonkers, um, Goblin was ten years ago. Uh, Cushion OJ. Uh, nostalgic ultra a lot of these projects are like 10 years old and i vividly remember where i was when i first heard these projects and i think that's nuts for me right because we were only teenagers when this stuff came out we were only like 16 17 when this stuff came out so now 10 years later and we're almost 30 and we're close to 30 it's freaking wild like how much that music and that time sort of impacted us you know and how drastically different it is to new music of today. Yeah. And it kind of gives us like this old head mentality with like the new music. It just ain't bump like it did back in the day. There's not enough heart to it. <laughs> well, I think there is a lot of heart in the new music today. I do like too. You're looking. But just like music in the past, there's always mm-hmm. people that are making like, I won't call them mean music, but the music mm-hmm. that's generating the most hype. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, you have your soldier boy. You know, he had his idea. He hit it. But of course, there's Soldier Boy knockoff, mm-hmm. the knockoffs. Most of them are going to hit it. Most of them are going to hit it at the park. That's mm-hmm. just the way it is. You know, sometimes uh, most of them are unsuccessful, but other times most of them just make good music. So you, of course, you have like what we're going to say. You know, it's crazy. When I was riding home today, I was thinking about this because I think it was like a little TJ song that was on, right? And the sample was Maya's "Best of Me" Part Two. Featuring Jay-Z. That was the sample, right? And so when I was listening to the song, I was thinking, this song isn't nowhere as great as the Maya's as the Maya track, right? And I wonder now that we're at that age, is that how a lot of the older generation feel about songs that were sampled or used as samples to the songs that we love when we were growing up? So for instance like, I wonder how, I already know how Shaka Khan feels about Through the Wire, but, like, how do older fans or, or just the older generation feel about the Kanye sample flip of Through the Fire and Through the Wire, you know what I mean? Or how yeah. do how do they feel about um, uh, Rick James's Mary Jane being flipped to J-Lo and, and Ja Rule's I'm Real? I wonder how they, I wonder how they feel about it. That's interesting. But... Well, there's one thing about like you know Connie flipping or like uh, Just Blaze flipping. It's like they're actually fans of those music mm-hmm. of the past. 
So they kind of have the ear to not destroy it or disrespect it. Mm -hmm. Just like, of course, like if you make the song, you don't want anyone to change your arrangements, Mm -hmm. especially when like mastering is a very challenging thing to do. But uh, yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah. I hope they like it. I hope so. People like me will like, oh, this is great. What's it from? Oh, let me listen to this artist of the past. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. Because I feel like there's some great flips. Yeah. And also, it could help the the career of certain artists too. I forgot what artist Wu Tang helped out, but um, they sampled two of his records, mm-hmm. and then they went to go buy the actual uh, um, vinyl, not the vinyl. Uh, what, what do you call it? the ownership of the album? Oh, okay. Um, the the royalties. They went to buy the royalties, and they actually gifted the guy um, all his uh, royalties. That's yeah. That's dope. That's awesome. That's awesome. Have you listened so, to anything else, or can I just gush over Brent Fias really quick, and then we get to the Grammys? Yeah, let's go over uh, Brent Fias. Brent, I didn't listen to it, but yeah. Brent Fias is back, ladies and gentlemen. The Prince of Toxicity is back. Show you off. Once again, Brent Fias does not miss again, okay? I told you once before, we don't need Bryson Tiller anymore. I'm sorry, Bryson. You were great back in 2015, but it's over for you, okay? We don't need you anymore. We have Brent Fias, the Prince of Toxicity himself, okay? You could just step aside, all right? You're not needed anymore, Brent. You're not needed anymore, Bryson. I'm sorry, okay? Anniversary was okay, but Brent Fias, for this past year within itself, all right? Brent Fias has been dropping just single after single after single, and then EP after EP. Brent Fias is the truth. Brent Fias for the youth, you done know the vibes. All right, I'm done. Let's get into the Grammys. Right. Let's get into the Grammys. This is the 63rd Grammys 2020. Which means this is the fourth time in a row which we did not see it because we do not care. But we want to read the results. Um, Yeah, I've only seen one result, and that was the best rap album. That's all I saw. So... As, that's all you paid attention to. That's all I paid attention to, but we did talk about certain categories. We did talk about certain categories that we were looking for, that we were looking to, that we cared about. So I guess I'm just going to read this off. Well, let's not go random. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's, no, we're going to talk okay, about the stuff okay. that we care about. All right. So best music video went to Brown Skin Girls. By who? Brown Skin Girl, Beyonce. Oh, Blue Ivy Wizkid from the the Lion King thing. Got it, got it. Okay, so yeah. the record so, of the year. So that's what. Oh, now you're starting too early. Come on, bro. Oh my bad. Which all right? Which one the do you want? Record wanna... of the year. Well, yeah, the, I was gonna talk about Brown Skin Girl winning uh, uh, a Grammy because they made Blue Ivy a gra- Grammy winner. Yeah, that's crazy. That's nuts. How old yeah. is Blue Ivy now? Like six? Seven? Like 10? 11? Nah, where was she born? Like 2013, 2014? I don't remember. I don't remember either, man. Celebrity kids. But <laughs> but she, she has a Grammy. Blue Ivy got bops, too. Nine, nine. She's nine. She's nine, okay. Blue Ivy got bops, too. Like, I remember this one track back in 2017. It was, like, out off of the... 444 deluxe she was like i've never seen a ceiling in my whole life i'm like bruh how are you this young making creating a bar like that ceiling yeah. hole shout out to blue ivy it's in it's it's within her genes honestly of course 
of course. It's the, the talent. All right, I'm trying to look through the list. Yeah, best best, Im- best song written for visual media. No time to die. It's a lot of Billie Eilish. She's like she she's added again. Like she's yeah, but that song in particular that was for the latest James Bond film. And not gonna Never lie, out, right? yeah, because the pandemic happened. There were so many oh. films that was supposed to drop last year: Top Gun, that movie, James Bond, Fast and Furious, eighty-seven. A lot of stuff was supposed to drop. The best comedy album, Black Mitzvah, Tiffany yes, Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. I never got a chance to watch it because I kind of forgot that it came out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's another interesting act. I'm glad she won. Burner Boy. Yes. Best global music album, whatever that means. <laughs> Such a strange topic. Yeah, I don't understand these categories sometimes, bro. Gonna be completely honest with you. Yeah, that's why they have um, categories like Best Tropical Latin Album. Best Tropical Latin Album. But Kanye did win a Grammy for Best Contemporary Christian Music Album. Yeah, and you know what's crazy about that? Jesus is King. That's the only person that we know from that category. And ironically enough, the richest black man in America, um, he, he relieved himself on some of his Grammys last year and it's kind of hilarious that he won another grammy so i don't know maybe he's gonna relieve himself on that one too what do you mean relieve like just say like i i don't accept he used the bathroom on on the damn grammy oh yeah 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 yeah. he peed on the grammy i wasn't thinking (laughs) (laughs) but the best rap album what you're talking about going to your favorite rapper. oh dude this Uh, is your favorite guy this is your guy queen's native rapper rapper um king's disease nas (laughs) Okay. Uh, an okay album. Freddie Gibbs got robbed based off of this list. Got Shut Royce up. Royce 5'9 got robbed. Yo, question. Did you get your J-Elect Hanukkah, J-Elect Yamaka vinyl yet? Yeah, I got it. You got it? Let me see yeah. it right now. I don't believe Last you. Week. I don't believe you. He came through finally? Disrespect. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Got you got it. Got the white vinyl. It's all right. You got it. It's there. All right. My bad. <laughs> my apologies. But no, Freddie Gibbs got robbed. That was one of the only awards I really cared about. And I really wanted Freddie Gibbs to win that. He had the best album out of that bunch. Most the most cohesion, most replayability. All Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs should have gotten that. He got robbed. Best, best raps best rap song. Uh Savage. The box did not win anything. Anything. Yeah, that's why I'm a bit peeved too. I'm upset that Roddy didn't get not a damn thing. He got nothing. Megan got, yeah. Megan cleaned house. Savage. Savage. Megan cleaned. It was the remix. And it was the remix too. Like the remix was okay. I like the original more. But best R&B album, Big Bigger Love by John Legend. I did not listen to that. Me neither. But see, the best progressive r&b album which irked me which irked my nerves is all the albums that we've actually that i've actually listened to it was uh thundercat it is what it is chilumbo janae ungodly hour chloe and hallie free nationals self-titled and f your feelings robert glasper it is what it is got it thundercat i'm happy i would also like to have seen it gone to chloe and hallie but you know thundercat got it that's well cool. deserved well deserved i'm not mad at that it. shout out to flying lotus and thundercat 
Yes. They, because uh, the way, from what I remember, how they do music together is Thundercat will make the music and send it to Flying Lotus to kind of combine together. So, yeah, it is what it is. It's a very, very good album. Definitely. It, gets, it, it got better the more you listen to it. I feel bad for Chloe and Haley because they did not win any Grammy. Nothing. Nada. So it's disappointing. It's that's that's hurtful. It's like, oh, you know, here we go again. And then like Beyonce is just sweeping up with like one or two songs. Beyonce and Megan. Uh, and Best Megan. Alternative Music Album. Fiona Apple fetched the boat cutters. Yes. She cleaned no. up on like the best alternative stuff, the best rock song. She didn't get best rock no, no, album, she, though. No, right? yeah, she didn't get best rock song. Say Hi by Britney Howard got best rock. So Shamika didn't win that. But Shamika did win best rock performance. Yeah. I don't understand what that means. It never did, but it's okay. Oh, uh, Best dance electronic. The first black person to ever win an electronic album. Kate not a bubba. Tra, nah, duh. And... Not gonna, the, the album's okay. I'm like, I'm not gonna lie. It was it's just a great album. It's okay. It's not one of my favorite Catronatas, to be honest. Gotcha. Nope. But that was that was a big surprise, especially. Yeah, that was a big. Uh, I was. It was a big surprise that he's the first black person to win an electronic album, even though yeah. electronic has big roots in the black. Community. Definitely, I'm more of a fan of 99.9 percent. That's just me, but you know, it's it's yeah. not a hor- Bubba's not a horrible album. I just think there were better albums in that category. Um, best pop vocal album, the future of pop, future nostalgia, Dua Lipa. Yes, beating beating uh, Lady Gaga and punk uh, ass Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Changes it's didn't get weird anything. That that that's weird. That um, Taylor Swift will lose the best vocal pop album. You know it's crazy that the freaking Taylor Swift album folklore. It's not even it's not even pop. It's in the title folklore. It's folk. And then it's you got pop. It's not pop. And then you got punk ass Justin Bieber over here, which I kind of agree with him. It's it's more of an R and B record, but again, you're Justin Bieber, so you're yeah, gonna go in the pop sure. category. Yeah, best pop duo group. We're just really going over the list because all all this is kind of mid. All right, let's talk about like best new artist, which is crazy that Katrinaz on the list because he's been here for like such a long time. I know Bastion, but he's a new artist for mainstream listeners. That's what I'm. Th- that's how I feel now nowadays when it comes to like Grammy stuff. It's like. With certain artists, you know that they're not new because they've been around for yeah, a while. The most iconic Katrinada clip is um, the Boiler Room set in Montreal with everybody awkwardly DJing. That was in 2013. Dude, it's 2021. Well, best new artist. He, he's well, been here forever. Hey, man. He he beat out. Well, Megan Stallion he's, won best new artist. <laughs> well deserved. I agree. Phoebe Bridgers, if she won, I'll be happy too. Chica, uh, no, Noah Cyrus. No, she gets the f out of here. I wouldn't be mad uh, if Doja Cat won it either. Doja Cat, yeah, I think she's a, I think she's amazing. I do Great too. Artist. I'm surprised Coldplay was even nominated for Album of the Year, but wasn't nominated for anything else. <laughs> Who won Album? Oh yeah, freaking Taylor. Taylor Swift won Album of the Year. I'm not surprised by this. I mean. Due to this weak ass list, anyways, the record of the year should have gone to the box. I the agree. Box even nominated, it was I, such a hit, bro. The box won nothing. Like everything I wanted by Billy Eilish 
A song I never heard of. Never I heard it once. Never listened. I heard that song once. What other tracks? What other? Uh, That's pretty much it. We, I, I just ran through everything. You did. Hold on. There was there was one more. I can't breathe. Whatever. Best solo performance. Harry Styles. Oh yeah, I did see that one. Nah, dog. Out of what? Yummy. You say so. the performances. No, I didn't watch the Grammys. No, it's everything's on YouTube. That's why. So I just watched it the next day. Only Silk like, Sonic. Megan Stallion, Silk Sonic. Um, I, I saw the Cardi B. That Candace Owens was complaining about. Wait, what was Candace Owens complaining about now? She played WAP on TV. <laughs> oh God! All right, yeah. That that that's enough of that. Let let's get into uh, the 2021 Academy Award. My bread and butter. So let's discuss this. I, like, take control. Take it's all you. Okay. Academy Award is here, and it will be presented to us on April, which is definitely weird because award season is usually falls under February, right after the Super Bowl is always award season, but. Of course, they're going to do something a bit different, similar to what the Grammys have done, because you can't do indoor stuff. So, I don't know. Maybe we might get an indoor sort of Academy Award feel. Uh, let's go. You know what, Bastion? Let's go straight into the best actor supporting role. Let's just go straight into it, right? All right. Because this is the one that has gotten a lot of controversy. Uh, best actor in a supporting role. You have Sasha Baron Cohen for The Trial of Chicago 7. Good movie. Not going to lie. Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. Leslie Odom Jr., One Night in Miami. Paul Ratchie for Sound of Metal. And Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah. So why did I enunciate Lakeith Stanfield's name in that one? The reason why is because if you have not seen Judas and the Black Messiah... Lakeith Stanfield was the main character. It's what the movie was centered around. And Daniel Kaluuya, who played Fred Hampton, was the supporting role. Because, as we said in our original review, it was the only way in which we were ever going to get a movie about Fred Hampton, right? Yeah. So, to me... And to a lot of other people, the fact that both Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield are in this best actor in a supporting role category is complete BS. If they were both the supporting actors in, if they were both uh, actors in supporting roles, then who exactly was the main character? Who was the main actor for that movie? It wasn't Jesse Plemons. Yeah, it was the main lead. It was interesting, though. It, I, it was confusing. I thought the whole thing was weird to see, like, both the names on the list. Because I did say, like, wasn't, like, Lakeith's character the main character? He like, was. Yeah, he, obviously. It's like, oh, okay. He was. Did you ever, did you ever uh, figure out why? No. So I, I did a little research on why uh, he ended up getting supporting role. is because it doesn't work like other war shows, the, the way the Oscars work. It's like you just put the role and then they kind of place you into what they kind of think that you deserve, which is a weird thing. Because some roles of like supporting actresses will be given lead actresses. You know, what? I, I honestly question the movies that they pick 
for categories and for best pictures and stuff i honestly like question sometimes how much of these movies that they actually do watch themselves because honestly some of these movies suck well remember they campaign you know they take mm -hmm. people out for dinner and lunches and you get to meet the actors and you talk to them have a good old time mm -hmm. basically they're shilling their movies until it's like all right sure i didn't see judas in the black messiah but this shrimp cocktail is delicious. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll put them on. Who was the main actor again? I don't remember. Put them both. Mm. That's 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 the way I look at it, the whole conversation. You know what? What movie I'm I was highly shocked that got a lot of uh, accolades. Promising I young do woman. I want Leslie um, Leslie Odom Jr. to win a supporting role because I thought he was great. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, I mean, if we got to pick out of the bunch here. I don't want Leslie Odom Jr. Lakeith is lead. I want him to win lead. But, but he's not in lead. Dude, all, all in lead but, is all white people. Shockingly enough. Well, not shockingly. It's all white people in the leading role. Except for Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. I didn't even see Ma Rainey's Black Bottom yet. But I'm going to see it now. What, what were you saying before? I don't even remember. I don't even remember, but I was going to read off the best picture list. It was The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, No Man Land. Oh, this was what I was going to say right here. I am shocked at how much accolades Promising Young Woman has been getting. I haven't seen it, but it is a show about, I mean, it's a show. It's a movie essentially about this woman who who takes revenge on uh, guys who sort of, who try to um, sexually assault her. I guess that would be a good way of putting it. Where Is that the thing the articles are talking about? A Joker moment? Yes. That okay, movie. I didn't, see, I didn't see the movie, but that was like the headlines yeah. every time it bumped up my timeline. Exactly. She's just plotting. She's basically just doing a lot. It's a revenge movie because she was... Um, she was sexually harassed and stuff. Like, that was the premise of the movie. She was sexually harassed and nobody believed her. And so, like, she goes out and she seeks this man who try and take advantage of women. And, you know, she plays, like, this vulnerable, damsel, drunken woman. But then, you know, when she comes, where when she stops playing that off, you know, she catches these people in the act where, you know, that's the movie. But I haven't Got seen it, it yet. God. So I was shocked that that movie was getting so much praise because I, I don't know. I, I didn't think it was it would be Oscar-esque because, you know, Oscars, well, uh, they do they do a lot of like they're very artsy with their stuff. You know, very like long. They like long movies, long four hour ass movies, dramas and stuff like that. So I didn't think they would uh, be into that. What were you going to say about Mulan? It was nominated for well, best two song? things. Uh, best costume design and best visual effects. Costume, sure, fine. Like you I'm, saw the movie? No. <laughs> Did I saw you see someone's it? I saw someone's one-hour conversation on the movie and kind of watched the movie through that. Mm. It, was, it was pretty bad. Well, hey, told you I was not gonna pay thirty dollars for it. It was bad and racist at the same time, and like misunderstood. Not misunderstood. Wait, Mulan like, was racist? Like it was just all around. No, like most of the things they were trying to convey within the movie was just all around like wrong. 
Mm. Like the whole chi and like you have strong chi and all that stuff. Like this, that's not how it works. See, next time you would give us freaking Mushu. How about that? If they went the Mushu route, they could do whatever they want. Yeah, man. But I I get what they were trying to do. They try to create this movie for the Chinese market, but hell, like, the Chinese they didn't even rock with it like that. The Five Bloods think only got like one best original score. Oh, dude, freaking Delroy Lindo should have gotten something for Paul. Seriously, he, he was the he best kinda, thing throughout the movie. Kind of carried the whole movie. He did, man. Freaking Delroy Lindo should have gotten best supporting actor, an accolade of that as well. I really enjoyed, like, the movie was cool. Looking was back cool. on it, it was cool. But Delroy Lindo, he really did his thing with Paul, who is the uh, soldier that had PTSD. Seriously. He was great. Oh, um, Regina King should have gotten an accolade for best director yeah. for her once, one night in Miami for her, act, for her directing debut. I thought that was complete BS. Uh, what else is in here that I had a problem with let me look 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 let me lock what else got snubbed yeah, nothing else i can think of at the moment to me this just feels very did you watch uh my rainy's black bottom no i said i have to watch that it's on netflix okay i'm not surprised though that a lot of these picks and selections are on these um platforms right now because again movies weren't weren't out it's like no man land that's on hulu um if anything could happen i love you it's on netflix yeah Girls. trial of chicago 7 judas and the black netflix. messiah yeah that's on hbo a lot of these stuff are on digital platforms and I'm not gonna lie it's i prefer that to be honest because it's easy it's easily accessible for the masses to watch Oh, the United States versus Billy Holiday, which we talked about last week. That was on Hulu. Uh, Andrew Day is nominated for Best Actress in a Leading Role. Hey, I'm with it, uh, but I think they're going to give it to Carrie Mulligan in Promising Young Woman. Honestly, she's going to get that. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we got to leave. <laughs> that was fast. Well, essentially, those are the nomination for awards. Well, uh, we went over awards for the Grammys and nominations for the Oscars, which yes. is hilarious. And, yeah. I do recommend checking out the performances on the Grammys on YouTube. Okay. I'll it's check fun. them out on YouTube. I'll check out the videos. Is there yeah. anything else you, you want to say before we dip? Yeah, well, check us out on our website if you want to see the visuals coming out soon. But also to see our archives, go on blacksignful.com. And then if you want to check out our podcast, just any podcast that, uh, website or app that you have, just type in Black Seinfeld, the pop-up, the logo, uh, nice, bright pink, easy to find. And if you want to reach out, BlackSeinfeldNY at gmail.com. Reach out. Yeah, and hopefully next week we don't have that problem again where we froze. Where it I only lasts for a minute, so it was fine. True. You know, it was fine. Okay. But, yeah. And so last then, song. Yes, uh, last song. Caliuchas, uh, your teeth in my neck. Twenty eighteen. To... Yeah, that's the song we're at. we're gonna go. All right. Until Amen. then, peace. peace.